wake up. Welcome, dreamer. Whether you're still asleep, beginning to understand life is a dream, or fully lucid, Awaken to the Dream will help you wake up and begin to create the dream you want to have, rather than allowing outside influences to keep you asleep or even give you nightmares. Our focus is on waking up from the control system, shadow work and healing, awareness and presence, the nature of consciousness and reality, and spiritual alchemy. When you are lucid, anything is possible. If you're looking for a dimensional shift, yes, you are in the right place. We are going through a rebranding. I wanted something that was more specific to the collective rather than something abstract like dimensional shift, which a lot of people were coming to the community and to me a little bit confused about what our messaging was. They were expecting something a little bit different. And I think that Awaken to the Dream really encompasses what we're trying to do here, which is understand that we are dreaming reality as a dream and remembering who we are and what we want to do here so that we can find the freedom to create the dream that we want to have. In the same vein, the messaging will be shifting just a little bit. I'm hoping that my approach to these things will be more gentle, more compassionate, bringing a lot more love and joy into the world rather than focusing on a lot of the negativity. We will still be talking about the control reality and some of these things like dark entities and all of that, but for the most part, I want to approach it from a place of understanding and moving us toward a place of light and love and all those types of things instead of just sort of ranting about all the negativity and never really allowing for change. Along with the change in branding, I've also switched platforms. I'm no longer using just a personal website that was taking up a lot of my time and creative energy trying to keep that going and keep it organized and creating it. I'm using Substack. The posts and the podcasts are now on Substack. So if you have Substack, you can get the app, you can subscribe and get all of the updates right in the app or use the website awakentothedream.com to access all of that. The podcasts should still be on all of your favorite players, Spotify, Apple, all of that. In the shift process, there may be some glitches, so I'm hoping that this podcast goes out everywhere perfectly tomorrow. If you notice that it's not on your favorite podcast player or there are issues, please send me a message. Find me on Reddit. I'm still Dimensional Shifter on Reddit or in our Discord community. So updates for me, personal updates. The last six months have been really, really rough. I had an ayahuasca ceremony in December and I went through a really, really heavy death process and sent me right into the depths of the void and nihilism and just a lot of really deep, heavy things, a lot of despair that it took me a while to pull myself out of. I had another ayahuasca ceremony in April, and 
that's helped me to really come back to life and focus on understanding that this is a dream and becoming lucid in it so that there's a lot more freedom to move around in it, to create it. And it's taken me a couple months to really get back on my feet. So that's why it's been so long since I've had an episode. I wanted to give a little bit of context here for what I went through after my December ceremony, that really deep, heavy process that I went through. When I was eight or nine, I lived in El Paso, Texas, and we drove over to Carlsbad Caverns in New Mexico to see the caves and the bats and everything. And in Carlsbad Caverns, they have what they call the bottomless pit, and it's just this hole in the floor that goes down so far they don't even know how far down it goes. And this may have changed in the past 25 or 30 years, but this is what it was about 25 years ago. So it was just this hole in the, in the cave that went down so far that they couldn't measure how far down it went. We stood there and looked at it for a while, and I was staring down into the hole, and all I could think of was, if you fell down that hole, would you fall forever? Would you ever stop falling? That, that was my thought process at eight or nine years old. And I was so mesmerized by that concept that even after we left the bottomless pit and we were walking through the caverns, I was engrossed in that, that idea of, would you just fall forever? I was sort of lost in my mind, I guess you could say, and I, I was walking along the path and they had rocks that lined the path, just like a stone that you could hold in your hand about the size of your hand. And I stumbled over those rocks and my brain went, we just fell down the bottomless pit. I didn't even fall and hit the ground, I just stumbled. The thought that I was falling down the bottomless pit was so real to me that I started crying and shaking, and it took me about 15 minutes to calm down. It was so terrifying. And so when I say that I fell into the void this winter, in January, February, March, that is essentially what happened to me, was I fell into this pit, and I wasn't sure if it was just going to keep on falling forever and ever and ever. At first, I didn't want to go back for another ayahuasca ceremony because I felt it was just going to get worse. Of course, you know, fear. I always try and run headfirst into fear, any fear I have. So I went back for another ceremony, and my whole thought was, I just want to come back to life. I've died enough, and I just want to come back to life. And I asked the spirit of ayahuasca to be very gentle because it was it was so rough for me at that point. And so it was funny because they actually served yahe at that ceremony, which has slightly different ingredients, and it is so much stronger. At least that, that brew was so strong. And I was brave enough that first night, I took a full cup. Normally I just do half cups, but I took a, a full cup, and they called it the tiger brew, which I found incredibly ironic since... My spirit animal is the tiger. That's part of who I am. And I had my tiger shirt on that night too, but just kind of a lot of synchronicities. But we drank the tiger brew, and that first night, it was really, really rough, but my whole physical body, my emotional body, and my energetic body were turned completely off. That was the gentleness that ayahuasca gave me. And everything that I went through was all of this mental stuff of cycling between 
the nihilism of, oh my gosh, is this everything? Is this all of life? Is this everything that it's going to amount to? And surrendering to what is and having that peace of it doesn't have to be anything more. And it's a little bit vague now. It's kind of hard to explain, but it went from that cosmic joke of laughing of, yeah, this is it. There's nothing else. But then that energy of the cosmic joke turning into that nihilism and I kept getting visions of like sad clowns of these jesters who turned into cynical sad clown energy. That was the, the image that kept coming up and that despair of yes, this is it. It just kept going back and forth between these two energies of the cosmic joke and the, the nihilism. I did one cup that first night and it was not emotional nothing energetic, nothing physical, except for it was a really rough physical purge because the medicine was so strong. The second night, we sat down in circle before the ceremony started, and the facilitators always do some talking, and for some reason they went on a really long time that night, but I was so attuned to the frequency of the medicine that by the time they started serving the medicine, I was certain that we had already taken the medicine because I was already really deep in it. And I took a half a cup and I ran right over to the purge bucket because I, I was already so deeply in it that I didn't actually need any medicine. But when I purged, I purged all of that despair. Like that was the bottom of the bucket, this big gack of stuff. And I said, what is that? And the medicine said, that is your despair. So the second night was absolutely full of this amazing, expansive, mind-blowing information. And some of that is what I'm going to share with you today, is learning that reality is a spectrum. We think of reality as a very fixed thing. We tend to think that everybody's having the same sort of experience that we're having. And what I was shown is that there are these levels of reality that we have, and they're all existing here all at once. And that is why we have some of the conflict that we have, because somebody can be really deep in the hell realm, and someone's there when the purgatory realm and those two realms play on each other really heavily, and I'll explain what they are in a moment. We view each other as wrong, because we don't have the same perspective that they do. All of these realms, I'm going to call them realms because I don't have a really great word for the way that these realities they don't it's not even a nesting at this point it will nest within an individual as an individual progresses through these but in the collective reality they're not nested they're commingling so you have the hell realm and that's perpetuation and this is where we collect all of our karmic debt and all of the suffering that we will have to deal with in later lives. This is when we are the villain. This is where we have greed, corruption, the need to control, suppression, force, manipulation, malice. And these come in all forms. This isn't just a human thing. We have all sorts of entities here, the very dark entities that prey on humans to either corrupt them, to make them more like them, or just feed on them, feed on their light. There's a whole whole range of types of beings here that have this level of hell. So if you think hell is somewhere else that you're going to go when you die, no, you're going to stay here, but it's 
just a different dimension of here. When I say here, I don't mean Earth. Earth is just one very small fraction of the whole of reality, but I'm going to use Earth as an example in all of this. After you're going through this hell realm and you're perpetuating all of these harmful things and you're collecting all of your debt, eventually it's going to kind of collapse you. You're going to become satiated on all of your pleasures and all of your desire for power and all of that. It's eventually going to lose its meaning and your drive. And the bridge then is to face all of that. You're going to have to face all of the suffering that you've imposed on others. And this is done from like a soul level or a spiritual level rather than a human level. And this may take lifetimes for this to happen. But eventually you're going to say, nope, I don't want that story anymore. I'm bored with it. And so you'll have to face your karma. And so then you'll shift into the purgatory realm. Purgatory realm is victimhood. And this starts with being an actual victim. And then eventually it'll be like a victim mentality that you'll have to pull yourself out of. And in purgatory, you have your false self, sort of like your shadow. You'll have desire, you'll have fear, attachment, despair, identification, and the conditioned mind. You will have things done to you that are uncomfortable, that are traumatic. Like this is the part of your lives where you are a victim. And then eventually, maybe the victimization stops, but you still have a victim mindset. And so you'll have to pull yourself out of that. The bridge will be questioning. It will be questioning the status quo. This is when we start the individualization process. You will have to do all of your emotional healing and deprogramming your mind, unconditioning your mind, facing your shadow, understanding how all of the unconsciousness works, and you will start to do awareness practices like meditation and focusing on the present moment and spending time in nature, things like that that are very healing and start to liberate your mind and your emotional body and your energy. After that, you will probably begin to move into, I call this the mastery realm, and it's a focus on empowerment. You no longer want to be a victim, so now you're focusing on yourself and mastering your environment. In this level, I plugged in the Kabbalion's seven laws of the universe, mentalism, all is the mind of God, polarity, gender, correspondence, rhythm, vibration, cause and effect. So this is when we begin to learn how reality works. We start to understand that it's a dream that we can move about freely, that we create our reality in a very, very literal sense. And it's much, much better to create consciously than unconsciously. The bridge will be surrender and the key is ego dissolution. If you stop at the mastery realm, and many people do, many people really want to manifest and they want that financial abundance and all of that, that's fine. It's totally up to you. But if you surrender it, then you can continue evolving. You can stop at any one of these levels at any time. So the key is to surrender and ego dissolution. Ego dissolution and ego death are sort of misunderstood concepts. In shamanism, they talk about having a healthy ego. I find that it's both having a healthy ego and knowing that it's not really you. So while I know that this character isn't me, I am free to create this character any way I want it to be, 
I also know that I want this character to be a good person. I want to contribute to the benefit of people and the world rather than focusing on power and being able to really show off these kinds of abilities that we have. It's understanding that you're both the character and the one who creates the character. So there's freedom between the two. The next realm is the heavenly realm, and that is the realm of acceptance. This is the realm of peace, joy, sovereignty, compassion, truth, trust, and unconditional love. A lot of awareness work comes in here, accepting what is rather than resisting, really focusing on the present moment and doing a lot of who does this thought appear to, who does this emotion appear to, and this is where that ego dissolution or understanding the difference between who you truly are and how you appear here as this character or this dream character, however you want to phrase it. The bridge is a non-physical death, could be like a near-death experience if that's something that you've written in previously, but that's why I find psychedelics are really helpful because the point is to die before you die and understand that there is no death. That's Eckhart Tolle. And the key is trust, where when you go into these death processes, you don't really know what you're getting yourself into. And so trusting, it kind of turns into surrender, but really trusting that there's some version of you that has got your back, like fully, fully got your back, and that the path is going to take you wherever it may go, and nothing can really harm you because this character, it's not really you. And so once you go through that death process, then we have the ascension realm, and that is the rebirth. Rumi said, after death, life. This is the point where you realize that everything is just a dream, and if there's something in your dream that you don't like, you can remove it in all sorts of different ways. It doesn't have to be you telling somebody, get out of my reality. There's energetic ways to dismiss people. There are a whole host of these abilities that come online. In this realm, we have things like harmony and balance, which is a really interesting energetic practice that I was sort of taught during this last ceremony, the way you harmonize energies and bring balance to the energies in the place. There's the idea of stewardship, and this is stewardship of the earth and stewardship of the people that we are in connection with. There's synergy, which is the sum is greater than the parts, and that's really, really helpful when you're creating a collective like this community on the Discord that we have and understanding the way that parts of our complex creates a greater whole, our physical body, our energetic body, emotional body, mental body, all of these things are greater in the whole. Healing, physical, energetic, emotional healing. Flow is also here. When we get into flow and we start creating guidance, when we begin to teach and really help other people with what we know, embodiment of all of the truths. So instead of just preaching them, really, really living the things that we're talking about, that's been really, really big for me these past few months. And then just the infinite mystery. Like, I don't know what's what comes after this ascension realm. I don't know what, what to call it. Other than that, it's just infinite ascension. And that's why I say that we talk about what is here on earth, but there are so many things outside of earth that we are moving towards. And all we have to do really is 
like choose something and focus on it. And eventually, maybe it takes until our death, but eventually our consciousness will be able to move to that rather than repeating the same human stories over and over and over. So again, when we're in different states of consciousness or these realms or however you want to say it, states of consciousness is maybe a better way to say it, but when we interact with someone in a different state of consciousness, the lower states of consciousness won't be able to understand the higher states of consciousness. The higher states of consciousness can look down and say, yeah, I've been there. I know exactly what you're going through. But the lower states of consciousness are going to resist the higher states of consciousness because they don't understand it. They don't have that experience. And so there's going to be a lot of resistance and occasionally conflict, especially conflict between some of the lower states of consciousness between each other there. So it's been a really interesting six months, and if you're still listening, I want to give you a huge thank you for sticking with me. I've had a lot of people in the community that have stuck around, and I appreciate you all very much. I'm looking forward to what's next. I've had so many interesting magical abilities come on that it's made life really, really kind of crazy. So I'm looking forward to being able to share with you all all the things I know and have learned. And I'm hoping that just by sharing my experiences, it will help widen perspective, open your mind, help you start expanding and moving forward and shifting your own realities. Check me out on Reddit. I'm not doing so much on Reddit anymore because Reddit's become a bit of a cesspool. But Dimensional Shifter on Reddit, I'm on Instagram now, for better or for worse. <laughs> It's at Awaken to the Dream and check out the Discord. You can get the link on awakentothedream.com. I'll see you next week. Please be sure to subscribe for posts and podcast updates and consider a paid subscription for $5 a month to keep the podcast ad free and to cover the cost of running Awaken to the Dream. New posts come out Thursdays and podcasts on Mondays. Make sure you join the Discord community. The link is available on the website at awakentothedream.com. Let them dream a little longer.